0: No intro.
1: That's the way we roll.
0: Never an intro. No. Other no. than to say reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated.
1: <laughs> what? You were reported dead? Oh, right. Because you were coughing the last time we were on yeah, the air. I, I remember people,
0: now. I thought some people uh, might have had questions. <laughs> Not concerns or worries. Cal-, but
1: Cal is fine. Just
0: questions.
1: Back in the saddle. Yeah. Uh, here, here we go again.
0: Well, we'll see. <laughs> It's the little, it's the little, it's the little
1: things. Uh-huh. The
0: littlest things. Yes. Set, set, set me off. Okay. I've talked about this already.
1: All uh, right. Y- Continue.
0: You know how, like, you turn on the oven? Mm-hmm. And you are heating it up.
1: Yes. <laughs> Let's
0: go real slow. the metal expands slightly. Uh-huh. Don't, 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 don't encourage me. What? <laughs> and there's, unless your oven is spotless, uh, it's gonna. It, it it's burning. It's burning bits of things that have yeah. fallen in there. So there's a little. There's a little bit of uh, particulate in the air. You know. Mm-hmm. And for a normal person, you know, you might say, "Oh, is oven on? You're preheating the oven." Right. I would say, "Because <laughs> like just that little bit." Yeah. Gets in and just sets it off.
1: I see. Uh,
0: no more baking.
1: No more baking. And I've been
0: making up a storm. Let me tell you. <laughs> My pedophores are to die for. Wow. So. Wow.
1: Wow. Uh, you're, you're very sensitive. <laughs> you picked up
0: this wow. Uh-huh. You're, just, you're just wow, wow, wowing now all the time. Yeah,
1: okay. <laughs> um, you're just very sensitive. You've got, you're, you've got a... Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I am sensitive. You,
1: you, you've you got a delicate palate. Um, that's not
0: what that means. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, not, you're, that's not right.
1: Um, You, you pick up scents that other people wouldn't pick up. Oh, you know? uh, well,
0: that's, yeah, I mean, yeah, That that's, uh, yeah, I have a impressive uh, olfactory sense. But yes. That doesn't have anything to do with.
1: Why it would make you choke and feel terrible.
0: Choke and feel terrible. <laughs> I feel terrible about where this has ended up.
1: Oh, okay, wow. Let's okay. Uh,
0: just move on to the films. All right. Which I would say, because this is co-videos providing uh, reviews of classic and modern films for your quarantainment, and that quarantinement is coming to a uh, Corn Endment. You think so? Well, I mean, you know, the state we live in, it's over in a couple of days, less than a week, and lots of other states are already out there. Now, you can quibble over, you know, the size of a gathering that you can have or the type of business that's open, but, you know, many states are completely open, and most states, you know, you can just, you can be seen with other people in public.
1: Uh yeah I mean, I suppose that's true. I wouldn't I mean, I guess I would debate whether it's done done, but um, yeah
0: well I just um I just prepared everybody for you to debate that.
1: yeah, okay, <laughs> but you're not bringing anything so, new. So you think is, is this the end of Co-Videos, then? Is this our last episode? <sighs> I can't go forever? No, I know.
0: This is why we sort of put you know we um I don't know if we talked about this in the air, but we've uh, doffed the the random selection dice system for now. Yeah. Just because anticipating the end of this, we are um, getting the cream, if you will, out of the crop of our lists.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we've had a, a couple bangers uh, yeah. recently, um, some of which we'll talk about today. But yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, it's kind of winding down.
1: Okay. I mean...
0: How do we want to go out?
1: I, I don't know.
0: Bang or, or whimper?
1: Well, of course a bang.
0: Then a whimper. <laughs> Weird.
1: Uh, I will say that uh,
0: you know, as far as states opening back up, and some are more open th- than others. Um, North Carolina did uh, have its highest one-day spike of new infections. Uh, just did a couple it really? Days ago. Yeah. So. Oh, that's not great. Seems like it's working. That, everything's that's... going according to plan.
1: Yeah. This seems bad. No. It seems like a bad idea. No. I read an article that talked about activities. that It's you no would worse do... than
0: the uh, than a cold. You know, I mean, this is the nineteenth coronavirus. We've gone; the eighteen more didn't kill us, right? We've come this far.
1: This has never been this bad before. <laughs> this is,
0: no, no, you don't. First of all, all of those were completely false and incorrect and uh, beetle-headed uh, talking points. Yeah, I know. But don't point that out. Just, just immediately, uh, okay. you're a true liberal. Uh, immediately wow. accepting everything and then just trying to defend. Uh. want to talk about movies?
1: Uh, Yeah, let's talk about movies. What was your movie? My movie was Speed.
0: Ah, that one with, uh, with, uh, I'm trying to do, there's some movies about speed, right? Somebody tried to do for heroin what Trainspotting did, and it's Spun. It's called Spun, and it's got, um, I think, the girl from American Beauty in it, Uh, and somebody else.
1: Okay. Maybe,
0: Maybe Alan Cummings in it? Maybe? Don't call me on that.
1: Whoa. All right.
0: And it's just, wow, we just got to keep getting this.
1: <laughs> I've never heard of it before, so it must be great.
0: Semi-charmed kind of life. That's a, that's about speed.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. No, I'm talking about the movie where um, they can't get off of a bus because. Hey, I do the recap. I know. <laughs> All right. So. Speed, 1994. Yes. Uh, Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock. Uh, Those are the the, the two main leads, Uh, of course, Jeff Daniels um, and help me out, Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper. Thank you. I was like, I wanted to say Harvey Keitel and I was like, that is not correct.
0: What do you do? (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) Yeah, I could see that,
1: though. Uh, But I knew that was wrong. So, yes, Dennis Hopper. Yes. Uh, 1994
0: action movie directed by Jan Jan, Jan de Bont, a Dutch cinematographer who worked um, for, uh, he worked with Verhoeven a lot. Oh, okay. And he also worked, well, maybe not a lot, but he did um, Turkish Delight and did some of his early films. Okay, sure. Um, Which
1: we've talked about on yeah, Just Yeah, we talked not about Europe. just about
0: every Verhoeven we slash Ruckerhauer film on yes. this show. You can look in our uh, backlog for that. Uh, he was on Die Hard. Um, funny story, uh, this movie, a lot of this movie came out of his experiences um, on Die Hard, sort of learning from John McTiernan on that, right? Uh-huh. And um, also working on uh, Hunt for Rod October, another McTiernan film. And yeah, worked for um, for Hoven on Basic Instinct. Okay. So he's All a guy right. you know who um, was ready to step behind um, the the megaphone, I guess, and do his own thing. Um, hasn't actually directed a ton of films though. Okay. Uh, he directed Speed. That was his first film. Sure. Uh, Twister. He did do Speed too. <laughs>
1: Twister was pretty good. Yeah,
0: and he directed uh, The Haunting and the Lara Croft film, um, the second one, I think, not the not the first one.
1: Okay. So was that the Angelina Jolie one or Yeah no yeah
0: the, she did too. Oh
1: okay. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: And that is it.
1: Huh. Well, that's a very small window. I wonder why he's not doing stuff anymore. Well, you know he's
0: up there now. Um okay. but uh he's 76, but yeah. uh yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he's uh you know, just made it take it easy. It's Jane DuPont. I I know. <laughs> he's, he's probably he's loaded.
1: Probably. Probably doesn't need to do anything more, yeah.
0: And he was married for a while uh, to the co-star of Turkish Delight, uh, Monique Vandeven.
1: Oh, okay. I feel like we talked about that. Maybe. When we, we did it. Like, yeah. he, the cinematographer, or whatever, was he the cinematographer on that? Yes, yeah. he was. Uh, That he was married to her, yeah. Couldn't you
0: tell? Oh, wow. Amazing.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not. I don't know. It's, it's like, what, 1973 or whatever? Like yeah. it's, uh, it's a very early film. We're is. We're all kind of figuring it out. Um, he really captured all those dicks just, like, perfectly.
1: It's a weird film. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Here's what
0: happens at Speed. Uh, <laughs> Jack Traven. What is this, a video game from the 90s? Yeah,
1: right. Jack
0: Or from now? Uh, Jack Traven is an L.A. cop. We don't know w- what. Bomb Squad, I guess. He knows a lot about bombs. He seems to be like a special kind of cop, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are responding to a um, a bomb threat. You know, yes. uh, somebody's going to blow up an elevator. Yes. Um, and it does get blowed up. And his partner and uh, Jeff Daniels and him uh, have to work to save the hostages. They do. But then old Jack. Jack's got that, that cop sense. Mm-hmm. He knows something's not right here. Yeah. And they find out that the bomber is still on the premises. And so they try to stop him from getting away, and he takes Jeff Daniels hostage. And it seems like a bad situation. It's Dennis Hopper is the bomber. By the yeah, way. right, right. And um, there's a little bit where um, they talk about like how to, you know, defuse a hostage situation, uh-huh. and you just shoot the hostage. So he does that. Uh, bomber yes. runs away, explodes. We think, oh, well, that's the end of that. Right. And the movie. I mean, you know it's a movie about a bomb on a bus, so you, you, you're wondering what's going on. But the movie right. kind of treats it like, oh, that's it, and then we're just going to have some fun and see what else goes on. Uh huh. But no, no. As soon as Jack gets his coffee, not the next morning. It's, they don't make it very clear. It's but not it's the next morning. Maybe some a couple time weeks. Has a Couple weeks later. Yeah. Uh, a bus explodes, and Jack, in the midst of this crisis, answers a ringing payphone because the movie has to go. It's got to <laughs> start. And it turns out that it is our mad bomber on the other end. And he tells Jack that there's another bomb on a bus. And he tells him the number. You know, you can find the bus.
1: 2525.
0: If the bus, is that like a Zappa reference? I
1: don't know if it is or I could
0: see it. It's a Dennis, maybe Dennis Hopper. And uh, he tells him, you know, you better get on that bus because there's a bomb on it. And if the bus, once the bus goes, you know, 45 miles an hour or whatever, the bomb activates. And when the bus goes below 50... It explodes. Mm-hmm. And so the entire movie becomes a race to uh, 116 minute race. It's not that long. Thank God. Uh, to keep the bus going, you know, in L.A. traffic.
1: Yeah. And they can't get any of the high the bus ensue. either. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Hijinks do ensue.
0: This movie made three hundred fifty million dollars on a thirty million dollar budget, which, um, you know, was probably about middle of the road for an action movie. Uh, Back then Uh And so Obviously there's going to be a sequel Obviously Which we're not going to talk about On this show But Breakout Uh,
1: The premise is ridiculous I have not seen it But the premise is ridiculous Breakout
0: role for Sandra Bullock uh, Breakout role for Keanu Reeves In a lot of ways too Mm -hmm. And uh, you know Joe Morton's there (laughs) Just being solid and was he the, uh, Jeff Daniels just keeping his career alive was told his the Was Joe
1: Morton the police chief? Yes. Okay, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he's great in everything. He was fantastic. He's
0: great in the Brother from Another Planet. Like, he's, he's awesome in everything.
1: Brother, he was great from in, a, Brother from Another Planet? Don't
0: worry about it. He was uh, Miles Dyson in uh, Terminator 2.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. He's, he's great. <gasps> what are you doing? <gasps> oh, you're, you're being him from, from
0: Terminator
1: 2. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> Let's do Freaking Let's do out.
0: obscure movie impressions. He, Who's this?
1: But you know, you know who it is right away. I, mean, I know who you're, you're doing because you just mentioned it. Your turn. Yeah. I'm not gonna do one.
0: Okay, I'll do another one.
1: Mommy, mommy, are you Dirk Diggler?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no, I was that was sorry. I was huffing uh, nitrous there. That was Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet.
1: Oh, 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 oh! Even I even gave you a clue. I see. Okay. All right.
0: What'd you think? Whoa, um This is a hundred percent pure adrenaline no that's point break. This is uh you won't believe what it is. That's the Matrix. Look, Keanu Reeves has been in a lot of high acting films, okay?
1: Um I thought it was, you know, pretty solid for 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 an action movie. Um the the I mean I guess you believe the premise because he... This guy is crazy, right? He's um, a
0: mad bomber. What I want to right. know is, are there any, like, non-mad bombers? Happy bombers?
1: No, I think Sedate all bombers are mad. Bombers. So why do we put that in front of them? Why, yes. why aren't they just bombers? Yeah,
0: we'll bomb. Right. Kaboom.
1: Right, exactly. Um, yeah, and then we, we find out later he's a disgruntled former cop. Yes. Uh, and Well, that's, you know,
0: it's a little... I, I like that. That was a little motivation. I
1: thought that was nice. Well... What I want to know, I can't remember. So they talk about gold watches while they're trying to defuse the hostage situation in yeah, the elevator. Yeah, this
0: movie is written by Graham Yost, who wrote um, a couple sort of action and genre picks of the day. He wrote Broken Arrow, which we talked about. Yes. On um, Just Enough Trope recently. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of naked plant and payoff in this film.
1: Yeah, right. And,
0: and, you know, that's fine. I mean, it's it's serviceable. Uh-huh. Um like they're, right before he shoots Jeff Daniels, I, they, I guess they set up this bit which we don't get to do anything with because those two are separated for the rest of the movie. But That's true. Where he sort of he's the older cop, so he's kind of quizzing him, and he's like, "Okay, here's one." While we're while we're hanging around, right? You know, you got you're at the airport. Terrorists got a hostage, or whatever. And so and then five minutes later, he has to play that scenario out.
1: Right. You shoot the hostage, yeah. Uh, but he he tells him to, and then he gives him a hard time about it for the for hey, the rest of the film. You like you me shot to. me, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, their relationship is great. I think it's believable. Um, I, I like that Keanu Reeves is a hotshot cop, which like gives him more, more to do than like, you know, like there's a guy on the bus and he has to keep everybody calm. It's like, no, he's a cop for what he's doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But for a hotshot cop though, he's real. uh, This movie doesn't have any time for character development so much so that it's like, we need a Goonie guy. Uh, hey, uh, Cameron, are you free?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, and then everybody is else is this. just cast essentially by um, race. So uh,
1: it has no time for that. Yeah. But the most
0: interesting character nuance to me was Keanu Reeves is the hot shot cop. But then as soon as he's in a situation, a uh, crisis situation, he's dealing with civilians. He's all like, ma'am, can we please do this? And I need you to do this. And it's, he, suddenly he's like snapping back to that academy training that I imagine that he didn't even know that he remembered because he's like, whatever, oh, hotshot cop.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely, he and never he... did anything
0: to that gum, did he?
1: No, he's chewing gum. He's in the chewing first gum. Part. And I'm like, oh, so
0: he's going to stick that on the bomb or something. No, he's no, chewing gum. You
1: know, he's just chewing gum. <laughs> um, just a character choice. I he had guess. a
0: Van Damme day that day.
1: Yeah. Um. So like, there's this whole thing about him getting on the on the on the bus, mm. and he basically jumps. No, wait, he pull he pulls his gun out or his badge out on this guy who has, of course, a really nice car and happens to be black. And he's like, man, what are you what are That's, you doing?
0: Looks a little different. Yeah. In 2020, I it? know. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: and he jumps in his car and of course, his car gets ruined. But like he this guy's like helping him and he's trying to get him on on the bus and he gets him on the bus. But it's kind of a cool like action scene getting him on the bus. Yeah. Um, but these are things that have to happen in order for the movie to continue. The
0: best part, though, is it's a convertible. It has to be a nice car, so it's a convertible. Yeah. But then he does that trick where he's like, okay, i got to get on the bus. And he's like, are you insured? Burr, and blows the door off. You know, by, know. The bus blows the door off. And it's like...
1: You could have just jumped out. You can
0: just walk out. It's a ragtop.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Um, if they had
0: taken any time to develop uh, that character, black guy... I know. Maybe he's being a real jerk. And Count Reeves is like... Well, we gotta find a way to get on this bus
1: yeah, she blows the door right <laughs> that would have been maybe a better choice um and then, of course, we have all the people who are on the bus, and like the one lady who's like freaked out and even though like they're not supposed to leave the bus, she and oh and our our mad bomber is watching the entire time, yeah, uh, and so he blows a secondary bomb. Which I think was kind of like, I'm kind of was kind of surprised. Like he didn't blow the actual bomb, but I guess he still wants his money. Yeah. So he blows a secondary bomb, which he rigged.
0: Yeah. That's and that, the warning bomb.
1: Yeah. And, and that lady's just gone.
0: Yeah. Um, freaked out uh, older ladies are the real problem in this film. If they just let listen to Jack... I but know. they won't get out of the elevator, and they and they will get off the bus when they're not supposed to. I know. But again, no time for characterization at no. all. And there's like two seconds where... I mean, I guess it's a nice little moment um, between uh, Jack and um, Maggie, Martha.
1: Oh, what is m- her Millie. name? Why like, can't I they remember say it, her name? They say it a million times. They say it a million times, but, it, but I can't wild remember Sandra cat. Bullock's name. Yeah, yeah, they they refer to her as Wildcat. Um,
0: But yeah, we're... we're <sighs> He's like, "Wait, well, you are you okay?" She's like, "Oh, when the bomb went off, you know, I thought that that was it. We were all dead and then I realized that we weren't, you know, and only that lady was dead and I and I was I was happy about it. And I feel bad about feeling happy." I was like, "Well, that's a nice. Yeah, that that's an interesting complicated sort of feeling." Yeah. Room yeah. speed. <laughs> we got to keep going.
1: Well, and then like we have another guy on the bus who's like a criminal, so he's freaked out that there's a cop there and he pulls out a gun and he shoots the original bus driver.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: Which is a, I know another thank thing. Thank God he was
0: Hispanic. Uh, that boy. guy's. I know he's going over the wall.
1: Whoa! Um, and I really I thought the bus driver. You know I thought he did a good job. Uh, f-
0: Jack. He's got a weird kind of formal name, but he's in a lot of uh, things like this.
1: Okay. Um. But yeah, I felt really bad for him. Every he seemed like he was a good bus driver. Everybody knew <laughs> yeah. his name.
0: It's ma It is Maggie.
1: Is it Maggie? It's got to be. Okay, I don't remember. If
0: only we could look um, it up somehow. Somehow, if we could look it up. On some sort of vast digital device. Some sort of device. That, that would have be great. The information that we're looking um, for. So, yeah, there's Annie. just a
1: bunch of Annie, that's what it is. There, there are a bunch of different conceits because, of course, this movie has to go on and we have to build tension and everything. Yeah. And so, you know how
0: they say that? Well, I don't know if they do it still, but they, they, say, they used to say that um, they, would, they teach Tootsie in screenwriting classes because of its, like it's structured well. Okay. It's funny, it's serious. Sure. <laughs> a lot of it is Bill Murray improvising. I don't know how you can teach that. Mm. Um, and so that's all good. I bet that they used to teach speed. It's like, welcome to action movie 101. Let's face <laughs> it. You're never going to be Robert town. let's do this you know, and look at speed. speed's like, we set everything up, do the thing. And, you know, I'm sure if you did that thing where you look at how like you know, half an hour in, something has to happen, you know, or like at the end of the first act. I bet you're right. I bet it all works out. It all lines up. We set up, you know, funny Alan Ruck, um, who was supposed to be, that character was supposed to be like an asshole lawyer who's just kind of, you know, the Dr. Smith of the bus, and then eventually he like gets killed at the end in some some comeuppance sort of way. Um, But anyway, uh, then they cast Alan Ruck, and it was like, oh, well, that's... We'll just have him be Alan Rock and just be goofy. We'll just be a goofball. But you set yeah. him up. He's a tourist. So now all of his bits are going to be like, oh, I've seen the airport. Like but that was a be good line. Yeah, yeah. You know who wrote that line? Probably Joss Wheaton.
1: Probably. Who did
0: a punch up uh, yes. or possibly like a ground up uh, rewrite of the film. Mm-hmm. And it, it shows.
1: It does. Um, I, I mean, they have the part where, where the, the freeway is out up ahead. So which is, yeah. which is so crazy. That's,
0: that's just science fiction. I
1: know, right? What but if then like thing- they they're like, okay, <laughs> we have to jump it and then they jump it and they actually made it. What it's if they like, took wow.
0: like the like cop cars are supercharged, right? I don't know if this even work, but it's not about it's about weight. It's not about velocity. Gravity Great. still exists. Yeah. You know? Um Dennis Hopper never said they couldn't um you know, attach like a helicopter to the bus or something like that or
1: Right. I mean I guess as long as the speedometer is still going. Yeah, but the like... but
0: yeah there's but there's an accelerometer and there's a speedometer. So yeah, as yeah, long as right. the, the wheels are still spinning. But if you just if you just boop you put like a helicopter with a magnet on it and you just a little bit pulled up a little bit at the right moment, mm-hmm. it's this is still totally implausible. Right, right, right. And you just it's just fifty feet. When you're going fifty miles an hour or or more, they're going seventy when they hit it. Yeah. Fifty feet's nothing. But uh but yeah, I mean it's it's a bus full yeah. of people. Yeah. It's they would just auger it into the other side of the yeah. thing and all explode. And yeah,
1: die. there's no yeah. way it would just be but bad. whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they, they 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 go to the airport and everything, and and uh, them getting off the bus is is very like tense, and and uh, of course, oh, they they figure out that he's watching, and they get the cameras off of. Them somehow. And yeah, they, I that was they, neat. They taped a loop of of them on the bus. Yeah, so he wouldn't figure it out,
0: right? But they're under pressure the whole time, yes. and so you know they they can't do it like right, and that's kind of what. Actually, that that's the one thing that I didn't really like is that it doesn't really matter that Dennis Hopper knew or not, because once they get everybody off the bus, he does see that it was a trick, but he he yeah. can't retaliate. He has to go out and get the money. So like, what, yes. was, what was the point in revealing that really? Um, well,
1: that's true. But whatever.
0: I mean, you can have a couple open ended things. For a movie about um, people being on a bus that can't, has to stay above 50 and not explode, we don't spend a whole lot of time on the bus. Somebody could probably clock how things. much time we spend on the bus. Right. And I was thinking about this. I think Die Hard, there's a lot of the movies like this. I already gave my thing away. There's a lot of movies like this <laughs> that have a premise where it's like, we're on a thing, we're on an X, and we can't Y until we Z.
1: Yeah.
0: Passenger 57,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're on a plane. Under siege, they're on a boat. Actually, under siege is entirely on a boat. Die Hard and under siege stick to their premise in that in the entire time they are in this building. Yes. Now, we can have Dickless go and bug his wife or talk to Al, the cop or whatever, or the FBI agents, mm-hmm. but like the action stays there. But this is like there's a little cop movie that's happening before, then he right. drives to the bus gets on the bus and I would think that you when screenwriters go get together and write these movies they must go oh this is easy what's our premise Uh, we have to get 50 ducks uh, into a bathtub or whatever okay so think about all the ways that like oh the ducks see some grain and they want to eat this grain no 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 we got to get the ducks in there oh the duck has to lay an egg oh and you come up with all these like complications you'd think you'd have have a million of them trying to get a bus through LA traffic in morning rush hour while it stays above 50 It's both an endless source of a premise, and also it's just one thing. You would stop. You can't get through. It's It's bumper-to-bumper eight lanes.
1: It's science fiction. Explode. In a way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so they don't overtax themselves because they spend, you know, the middle of the movie, probably 35, you know, 40 minutes on the bus, but then they get the bus to the airport, and then they just drive around, and there's no problems. And sure, we're all tense because we're on a bus with a bomb on it, but there aren't going to be any more pickups in this plan right and in fact i thought that that was really smart taking it to the airport but and they did a really good job of shooting it must take forever to shoot but shooting them going in you know long stretches and then they have to do a, like a big sweeping turn yeah and they shot those as well but there's a couple spots that were kind of weird where they put them in when they put jack on the on the dolly that goes yeah. under the bus yeah cool scene probably weren't they were going 25 not 50 probably. still Keanu reeves
1: whoa well you see it you
0: see him get off the truck yeah, lay down on the dolly and I the know. dolly starts going down I know.
1: that's crazy but
0: they, they did they did one of those inserts where she starts making the big turn and it's like he's on a rope being pulled through tension he would just be street pizza yeah
1: you're right there's no
0: way to keep him under the bus no. at that point yeah so whatever it doesn't matter it's a movie <laughs> and it's a movie that and then once they get off the bus you're like the movie's still going
1: I know <laughs> yeah now, and then, it's, like, now they're on
0: a train. Speed, because it's speed.
1: I know. And then they're on the subway train.
0: Keep this paddle boat above three miles an hour. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like how many forms of transportation? And we find out in speed two.
1: Yeah. Which is just like, how unlucky is Annie? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you know, so uh... She's taking a
0: vacation with her cop boyfriend. No more of this craziness. Stop it!
1: Stop dating cops, Annie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I she guess lays out
0: her strategy. I was
1: thinking about based they, the
0: relationship on sex.
1: Well, yeah, and 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 they they say in this film, you know, that that relationships that start with in, intense incidents uh, don't last, and they say it twice, and then they're kind of joking about it. But I guess that's how you can rationalize that they're not together anymore by speed too. Yeah, but it's like Annie, but, you know. Don't date another we could cop. Just,
0: we could just speculate and not watch Speed 2.
1: Uh, that's or true. make
0: Speed 2. Yes. Which cost, I'm pretty sure, significantly more than this one costs.
1: And I'm pretty sure it's more ridiculous. <sighs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Always nice to see Willem Dafoe.
1: Yeah. Uh, how many films does he not play the bad guy? That's what I want to know.
0: The first one I thought was Antichrist and he's a bad guy. Uh, Arguable The Lighthouse.
1: Well, um, that's he is true. Jesus
0: is not the bad guy. Well So, Last Temptation. Wait, sure. Let me write something on my list. You think of some uh, films
1: <laughs> with Willem Dafoe not as the bad guy? I can't think of any, um, off the top of my head. I don't have I don't have a device by me right now, so I can't like. I have a device. Flip through through them and it's called my brain. Well, yeah, um. I just feel like he almost always is is the bad guy. Um, so, yeah,
0: if he's if the so, a bad guy isn't good. He's
1: finish it. <laughs> finish it. Bad? Evil. Evil. God, you ruined oh, the bed.
0: <laughs> well, so anyway, this is Summertime Lemonade. Yeah, it goes down real easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can tell you have nothing else to say about it, and I don't think that that's uh, that's not an indictment of it. It's just
1: I'd recommend it. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think for it, it's a it's a decent action movie. I, I mean, there are some character moments. Are the characters super developed? Not yes. really. Oh
0: no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but, um, it's
1: pretty um, good. I. I and you're
0: the only person in the world who didn't see it until just now
1: yeah that's probably true
0: <laughs> well yeah. now it's my turn i'm the only person in the world who hasn't seen singing in the rain
1: that's also probably and that
0: true. isn't don't look up singing in the rain it is singing singing in the rain
1: oh yeah you're right <laughs> with a little <laughs> no apostrophe. g yeah
0: yeah that's it's a movie
1: silly.
0: about movies we're back, everybody. I was going to
1: say, I was when we were watching this. I was like, no, this "Back is another movie about movies." Here we are.
0: It's also a movie based on the premise that three actors invented the, pro- the, blech, the process of dubbing. Yes. No one had thought of dubbing in the sound era of Hollywood Right. until Harley Quinn came along. Now, I know. tell me true. Tell me true.
1: I was th- thought it too.
0: You think that's where? Arlene Sorkin got the the inspiration for her Harley Quinn voice?
1: I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Uh I it, it I I mean I've seen this movie before um and Congratulations. uh yeah, I know. Uh but when she started talking and I was watching it again, I was like, it "Really sounds like Harley Quinn." So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um it's too, yeah.
0: it, it's too bad because, you know, it, when you have to be the villain in something, especially something that's like totally light, where everybody's basically nice and fun and you're, you know, the villain of this film is an actress who is defending her credit on a film.
1: I know. <laughs> now she takes it a
0: little too far. Yeah. But they wanted to like take her career away. I am completely sympathetic with her. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Soap Dish, but I feel like for a lot of Soap Dish, I think I was on Kathy Moriarty's side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we won't talk about the ending because it, it does not age well. But, yeah, I feel bad for uh, for the character of Alina, uh, and I also feel bad for Gene Hagen, who... Does a great job. She's
1: fantastic. And this, I
0: mean, she's not, she's been into a couple other things, but she's not really known for much out, outside of this.
1: Well, I think she did a fantastic job in this. And, you I like know, how we're
0: leading off our it. Singing in the Rain discussion. I know. Talking about
1: uh, well, number let me, four
0: on the on the casting let me, sheet.
1: Let me give a, a, a brief Please, synopsis do of it. Singing in the Rain. Finish it. Whoa. Uh, so, um... We started at a movie premiere in the 20s. Oh, my and... God. You
0: can't. You can't. You can't do the thing you do.
1: Oh. You okay. will break.
0: Or I'll learn something. Because mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions. All right. But what if you did like an honest to God Leonard Malton synopsis of the film?
1: I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, so... We open
0: on Chinese theater.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> Thanks, we open Cal.
0: on three people in Slicker going, singing in the rain. The movie is singing in the rain. All right. you didn't know what movie you're going to, it's. <laughs> <laughs> in the, you know, I, I'm glad they had that, because, you know, in 1952, if I walked into a theater and like, okay, here we go. Oh, what a beautiful... I'm like, oh, well, I'm in the wrong theater, and I just leave.
1: <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, so it's the it's the mid-20s, and uh, films are still f- silent, and uh, so this is all about Hollywood uh, and uh, actors and performers and that sort of thing. I got that the, impression. The politics yes. behind it. Uh, and then a little film called The Jazz Singer came out, and then talkies Were All the Rage. Uh, so it, it basically follows uh, Gene Kelly, who plays Don Lockwood, and he is a silent film star, and uh, Lena Lamont, who is his uh, lead actress, and they've been in tons and tons of films together. But she has a, a very grating voice. Um... So, uh, she, she's not going to really work out with talkies, but they, they go through this whole thing where they're trying to make it work. And, uh, then I, as you described, um, uh, Don's then girlfriend, uh, who is a, um, uh, she, she's another actress who is starting out in her career, uh, and she's done some chorus stuff, um, kathy selden um she is going to they decide him and don lockwood and his best friend cosmo who's the music guy decide that she is going to dub her voice and her singing and they're going to turn this turd of a film into a musical and she's going to dub the singing and the acting of lena Um, and so this is all going over well, and then Lena finds out about it and tells the head of the studio that she can sue him if she wants, um... You're
0: all the way through the movie. Yeah. (laughs) That was... Okay, so you just cut out all the musical numbers, and that was... (laughs) What? (laughs) Don't start laughing so early. Don't start laughing so early. Uh, from... I'm just racking my brain. Like, when we watch Fast and the Furious, I guess if I tell you to cut out all the car chases... Yeah, maybe that would work.
1: No, wow. Maybe that would work.
0: Then we watch a Tarkovsky film. Cut out all the silences.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: all right. No, no. I'm I'm taking notes here. I'm learning Stop. I'm learning things about our process.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: But then that's... they ruin really both Lena and uh what's her name's careers, Kathy's. Kathy's careers by revealing on stage at the premiere that Kathy does the singing and talking for Lena, which that's not that's not a good... They're, the, Singing in the Rain 2 is about lawsuits.
1: Yeah, I think you're <laughs> Just right. Just
0: flying lawsuits. Yeah. We open on Lena Lamont Studios Incorporated. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, this movie has
0: 100% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: It is. Uh, which is crazy. I, I'm trying to think of what Here's are... my rating, 90. What? 90. What, your rating is 90? Yes. Okay. All right.
0: I... I know it's a different time, yes, but you know, like the Marx Brothers, holds up. Mm. This is this kind of big, broad, muggy.
1: It's very muggy.
0: Yeah, I don't think it, the comedy holds up one hundred percent. Now, I'm not talking. I'm there. not talking about what Donald O'Connor is turning himself into a pretzel, and he's making making him laugh. Like yeah, that's, right. that's 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 great. Yeah. But you know, it's by um Comden and uh Green who were, you know, um stage people and, and uh, wrote plays and Broadway and stuff like that. Sure. And they bring a lot of that energy to this film and a lot of the structure as well. And when we talk about when I say structure,
1: uh-huh.
0: It's it's more like it's more like the 90s men's clothing store than a word describing wow. a pattern that you can follow.
1: Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> just a
0: lot of silk shirts uh, and columns. Um, yeah. I. I um, oh, boy. Can we, should we talk about Let's just talk about well,
1: that. let's talk about it.
0: Let's just skip right to it. Okay. When we're watching this film. Yes. And it opens, like you said, at a premiere. Good place yes. to open. Yeah. Then uh, Dick Tracy the White, I mean, <laughs> Don, in his... White yeah. trench coat, yeah, uh, <laughs> ensemble and white hat. Uh, yeah. gives a little interview that, uh, which is you know, a little funny look at like him growing up and then him you know, getting his start, um yes. on vaudeville and playing in clubs and cabarets. And, and mm-hmm. the whole time he's talking about, you know, all the wonderful venues that they played at. And there's a dramatic irony going on, yes, or situ- situational irony. Let's not play. Let's not worry about the types of irony. See
1: on. on It's ironic. Yeah. What you see? I do think. Yes.
0: And then (laughs) the movie picks up, and we have what I call a boogie nights situation.
1: Whoa.
0: Boogie nights is the singing in the rain of porn movies.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, you didn't buy this. You didn't
0: buy this last week. Uh, So now they've got this big transition in the Hollywood system where they've got to do movies and
1: the talkies. uh, Talkies
0: and. Everybody acts like they've never heard sound before. It's a little exaggerated to get the point across because people in 1952 were dumb, even though many of them remember all of this happening because it was only a couple years ago. Right. It was within a lot of their lifetimes. A decade or two. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they've got to change all this stuff over. And so long story short, this pick that they're working on, um, the the French Revolution pick, is not going to work because the lead actress... D- just comically doesn't understand how a microphone works. Mm-hmm. And also her voice sucks and her singing is terrible.
1: I think it was the dueling Cavalier and then they change it to the dancing the Cavalier. The dancing
0: Cavalier. Yeah. And they figure out, hey, you're Don, you're a song and dance man. Let's make this into a musical. Yeah. I've got a trunk full of costumes. We'll do an Uncle Joe's barn. Wait, that's uh, Judy Garland uh, <laughs> movie. Although he did work with Judy Garland. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so they're going to put all this stuff in. And so Don goes to RF, the head of the studio's office, mm-hmm. and he's going to pitch him the opening number, the sort of frame story because it's going to be about a yokel that comes to New York and he you know, gets into Hollywood and then I guess he gets hit on the head with a sandbag or something like that and then he dreams that he's a courtier. This, this will not work. None of this will work. But we get some of the best dance sequences in the film out of it, so who cares? So now at this point he goes, this is what it'll look like, Don. do 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 Now we're watching. Just hold on. Uh-huh. We're watching an act, a real life actor, Gene Kelly,
1: yes. playing
0: an actor in a movie yes, who is describing a movie to his uh, studio head. Yes. And in that movie, he plays an actor
1: yes. who is looking for a role. Yes. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and at one point, at one point, he, there's a scene where he goes to a... Uh, like a club, a jazz club, because yes. it's this is in the 20s. It's all contemporary, the frame story. Right. And so he's just hanging around. He's singing about, you know, um, he's got to dance, he's got to dance. Yeah. And Sid Charisse comes out, and I'm like, it is Sid Charisse, is he in a movie now? Because we saw the agent, he, want, I mean, he wants to be a Broadway star. Is this a play on Broadway? Who is Sid Charisse playing? I need to know this right now. <laughs> and then in this Telling so it turns out, no. I guess she's just some girl that he met in a in a in a bar. Yeah. He was celebrating getting hired. I guess. So then we have a little montage that was cute, where he's in like four different musicals of different styles. Yes. And then he goes to a casino where a party's happening, and Cherise walks in, and then he has a dream sequence inside the retelling inside of the movie they're trying to fix inside of Singing in the Rain. Sorry, Singing in the Rain. Yes. And it's just.
1: That it's, all tracks.
0: It's bug nuts, and it doesn't make any sense. And it's the most amazing dance sequence I've ever seen. <laughs> I have no idea how they did it. Like, did they have? Was there fishing fishing line on the end of her scarf?
1: She has a scarf. Maybe there was. She has a scarf that's
0: thirty yards long.
1: How else would you control it? Besides and the scarf the wind? is yeah. a
0: third member in this dance. It is like they're dancing, and the scarf is going around, and it's. I mean I was as I was watching this I was thinking like just I mean, my movie head was on I'm like these are long takes not even duh, not even thinking about the fact that it's a performance. It has to be long right, takes. Right. If you cut it all together, people would be like, this is BS. Like anybody can just cut a bunch of things together.
1: That's very true.
0: So, yeah. So in the meantime, you know, Gene Kelly is, is dancing all over the place and it's got to be, you know, you do it in sequences. Mm-hmm. So we reach the end of this sort of bar, or this eight, and then we, then we, he opens the umbrella and we can switch to something else. Yeah. But I'm watching it. And I'm like, these are really long takes. But then I'm, I'm watching the, the dream sequence. And I'm like, how are they doing all this stuff? Yeah. got to, There's a fan that's got to be on a boom, right, right or, right, or they're just rolling it around or something to keep it, you know, flying out. It's flying away from him. It's flying yes. towards him, and yes. he's wrapped up in it, and it's just.
1: I, I know, unbelievable. I know they had to control 90%. where it went. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna keep.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, look,
1: those parts were 90%. amazing. They, they were, they were. Um, there's some amazing sequences in this. Um, uh, when. I mean, the during Gotta Laugh, when Cosmo, like, runs up the walls, you know, and then he, like, runs through a wall. I do I mean, again,
0: we don't do trivia on the show, so I don't know, but.
1: I think he actually did that.
0: I know that Val I Kilmer swear. doesn't, is on, a, is on a rig in Top Secret. And I think, I th- I'm pretty sure that Steve Martin is on a rig in uh, Man with Two Brains mm-hmm. uh, when he does that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He's really, he horned up because he, he, she wouldn't have sex with him. And he's sure. Like, and, and he, he like, just walks up a wall. Flips up a wall. Yeah. Okay. Um Right. I mean he's a tell he was like a mime and a clown. Uh-huh. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I mean it's incredible. Yeah. I see um, what everybody sees in it.
1: Yeah. I, I, there there's a lot of really great points in it. I there the I think the majority of the songs in it are pretty great. Yes. Um, Except like, for the,
0: you know, you were sent to me or whatever. The love songs uh, kind of.
1: It It's not, <laughs> it's not as great. good. And uh, I noticed but, something. Like,
0: hmm. Gene Kelly is an okay singer. Just okay. But yeah, but yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think
0: that he's he's not that good.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, he's got
0: a he's got a nice voice, mm-hmm. but he he can't do what some of these other people can do. And okay. If you look at his like bio, he's and a dancer, actor of film, stage and television singer. It's like fifth
1: yeah right
0: <laughs> director producer screenwriter yada yada yeah
1: yeah right
0: um i mean it's fine uh-huh. but you know debbie reynolds way better and uh she's fantastic and don o'connor is great so. yeah um but i mean that's the whole thing you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter it's like when you've got he, him and um um hokey uh cokey
1: hokey cokey cosmo yeah mm-hmm.
0: um you know they're they're a double act
1: yes we see them dancing and working off of each other a lot and only
0: one of a double act has to sing and if you're Dean Martin that's all you're bringing (laughs) (laughs) no we love Dean
1: Martin aww but yeah like like Good Morning, I think, is a really great song. Um, yeah, there's so
0: many songs that I didn't even realize were from Singing in the Rain.
1: Right, right. Um, what is that one in the beginning where she's doing, like, the little dance routine at the party, and it's like, I dream of you yeah. or something like that? Yeah. Like, that wasn't bad. Um, of course, Singing in the Rain. Um, but there's... Oh, yeah, Singing in the Rain. <laughs> uh, but there's other stuff, too. I mean, I think the, the, the Gotta Dance song, the gotta dance that's the best part of it and then the rest of it is just kind of okay um but <laughs> wow <laughs> um but i you know the costumes were amazing like the sets i like how you know they they really try to like some of like it part of the uh production that he's talking about to the um the head of the, the um uh the studio, studio. Um, who's the
0: worst studio head Ever.
1: He's not great. He just lets people walk all over him. Yeah. And then um, he's like, I'm
0: in charge around here. Yeah. Uh, okay, you, you do whatever you want.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, but they, during that sequence, you know, some of the sets were, like, a lot of the sets were, like, were, like, painted, and you could tell they were painted, and I thought that was a really neat touch. Yeah,
0: no, you can, yeah, they definitely, like, track in some way the, the level of artifice as we go. It's Reinception. <laughs> it is. As we go deeper is. and deeper into the dreams, things yeah. get more... Uh, you know, archetypical. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Until they're just, you know, it's a painting of a, it's a suggestion of a, a yes. bar and a club. Yes. And then it wraps up nice, you know, with he's he comes out of the thing and uh they're flipping the coins. So it's it, it's you asked about the coin flip. It's Scarface did that in the in the '30s version. George Raft played Scarface, and he that's where the coin flip thing comes okay. from.
1: Okay. So
0: it doesn't make any sense because this is the, the 20s before George Raft was in Scarface.
1: Right. But huh. but, but they, they did flip the
0: coins on the beat. <laughs> which
1: I thought was yes, the best part. That was great.
0: Uh, that was really weird. Um, but yeah, and then he comes out of the party and he can't have the, the girl because she's with the, the gangster or whatever mm-hmm. and then Another like, Yoko comes out, gotta dance, yeah. gotta dance. He's like, all right, gotta dance. And then yeah. everybody starts seeing a
1: song. Yeah, and then
0: everybody, everybody comes out and, and then he Dogs are dancing.
1: Then he flies up. into yeah, the so
0: This is the funny thing, because that is a huge like boom move, you know, that comes back out. Yeah. To, and all the signs are kind of um, uh, set up in perspective. So they sort of frame the stage. Yes. Could you not do that move with him on a on a cherry picker or something like that? Because they, mm. they just green screened it or blue screened it. They just right. kind of comped it in.
1: Right. And they froze all the dancers is, in the it's background.
0: It's, a, it's it's only a dream.
1: Right. Maybe right, right, in his right. dream
0: he's like, no, nah, we can't get the cherry picker. So.
1: <laughs> his dream they can't do it?
0: <laughs> yeah, dream bigger. It's his rainception. Uh,
1: yeah, I know, right? I wish, uh, watching it again, and I know it, it's really Don Lock- Lockhard's uh, story. So we, we follow him the whole oh, yeah. time, even yeah. though we, we we do get a, a song and dance number that's just Cosmo. I think it would have been nice just watching it now if we had had his song and dance <coughs> number that was just Kathy. But right, um, well,
0: did you like the um, romance uh, that is basically sealed up in the at the end of the first act, uh, maybe early second act? And it's never challenged throughout the entire movie. I know. And what's the conflict in this film? Them just finally Lena. getting rid of this actress who, like yes. I said before, is only defending her intellectual property.
1: Yes. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, A little frustrated yeah. by that. Yeah.
0: And we did achieve blackface. Uh, but here's the best part. Hmm. It wasn't let's we'll just talk about uh, hate crimes. It wasn't actually blackface. There was there was Spanish face.
1: Right.
0: Uh, He was fighting in the original movie that we see, you know, um, his last picture. He's playing a Spanish count or whatever. And then all the guys he's fighting are in like, you know, real heavy bass. Which, uh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, But then, you know, when they go the the last day that they still make silent pictures before they call the whole thing off. He goes to the studio and they do that. It's a a good. It's it's a a good good shot. Yeah. But they go. It's weird that they go right to left instead of left to right. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because um, you watch them pictures, you go left to uh, right, usually, instead of right to right to left. Um, but so they're walking through the studio, and then like we see, like, oh, they're shooting a war film. They're shooting a baseball film. Right. Know? But they start off on, like, we're shooting a jungle film. And it's a bunch of guys in, like, black leotards. And it's like,
1: that's... Yeah, right.
0: That's black lace. Yeah. No, that's black... Yeah, anyway.
1: Well, that's as close as you can get to... So we did it. Face. Yeah, I knew yeah. we'd do
0: it. It's no white Christmas, but, no, no. Uh, or holiday Inn. Holiday, Inn. holiday It's Inn. Holiday Inn. makes that mistake. Yeah, that that racist mistake.
1: Oh, wow. Um, there's also a part early on. It's in the scene where uh, Don and Kathy first meet, and she he he's trying to get away from crazy fans, and he jumps into her car.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and um after she knows who he is and like she basically tells him in so many words that she's not really that impressed with him um and he says something he like kind of reaches for her and he says something like he could like more or less molest her if he, he was, wanted he to. he wasn't gonna do but, anything but it was like
0: it's Jean kelly he's harmless. i know
1: i know but like don't even why are yeah he, I suppo- why, are even, I why is this here
0: um we forgot to mention a couple things yes one of them was the um the Moses supposes his toeses are roses. Uh, oh song,
1: yeah. song
0: and dance, which was incredible.
1: <laughs> so and, and they yeah. put all
0: that stuff on him, and then they put the 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 a you know vowels thing on him. Yes. At the end they just
1: go. hey. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so they 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 talk about how how diction coaches are there. There's like something in the newspaper because now that there's talkies, their diction coaches are really big. And yeah, but that was that was great. Um, I, I liked how, how his diction coach, unlike, uh, Lena's, was all about, uh, tongue twisters and stuff like that. I know we
0: have to understand why Lena's not going to go forward in this age. And I can't remember, there were, there are a couple famous, um, silent idols that did not advance. Yeah, right. This actually happened to some people. Yeah. Uh, 1.0 because they couldn't talk and I can't, I don't want to finger anybody right now, but, uh, there's some, but. This movie leans pretty heavily on uh, the understanding, on audio based comedy, let's say. Yeah, right. <laughs> A lot of people, 1952 audio engineers. <laughs> so you got to talk into the mic. No, you got to talk that way. Into the bush! I thought <laughs> uh, that was uh, pretty interesting, especially when I think they figured out ADR pretty early in Hollywood.
1: Probably. That they could just do. There's, I think there's They'd even like audio uh,
0: tricks and stuff, like in The Jazz Singer, like people.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure.
1: I could believe it.
0: Um,. What else? I don't think I've ever seen a Gene Kelly movie before. Oh, really? Well, what would it have been?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, good question. Um, was he
0: in like uh, one of those, you know, like Mad, Mad, Mad World or something? <laughs> I, a, I don't know. Was he in a, all the celebrities film? <laughs> uh, so never having really like considered him before, mm-hmm. I think he looks like Sean Connery a little bit. He's got Sean Connery.
1: I can kind of see that. He's got a little Antonio the, the Banderas. Dark hair. Yeah. And
0: he's got a lot of... Jean Duda, Duda, Dujard d'Argine. We did it. Na- nailed it. Um, he's got a lot of Adele Dazim. He's got a lot <laughs> of. You no, know, the guy from The Artist.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny that yeah. he's,
0: you know, a talky guy, but he's got a. I think he's got a real silent picture uh, star. He face. does.
1: He, he's, he's got a so, strong face.
0: Uh-oh. I was going to do my bit where I remake it. Remake Singing in the Rain. It's about Uh-oh. porn in the 70s. They already did it. Yeah. Uh, go back in time. Pre make face off. Uh oh! Sean Connery, get him out of Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Get mm. Gene Kelly in here. <laughs> Put lifts under his lifts because Sean Connery's <laughs> like six four, and we've got it.
1: We got face off. All right. And then
0: the diction coach is like, No, no, it's like this. Well, my name is Gene Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's no
0: guns. It's uh, you know, they have to switch shows they're both dancing or <laughs> actors or one's a, one's a serious actor one's a dance actor and they have to swap one is off broad every show's a pitch yes. one is off bro- it's a prince and the pauper story one is off broadway he's uh-huh. a struggling guy he's trying to make it happen he's doing bract or something sure and the other guy is gonna sing and dance you know yeah, like, right. and then so they swap and okay. see how they do
1: i see That'd be that be tough. No, I, I want your life. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, There's right. the ghost light going on and on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a Freaky Friday situation. Yes, every show. Yes, exactly. Uh, we got to wrap it up. What else? Anything else?
1: Um. Uh, I, I, I enjoy this movie. Um, I guess I would want to know specifically uh, why is this a ninety and not a one hundred? Besides the other, th- I mean, we've I guess we've talked about because
0: it. here's a question. Which has better character development, this or Speed? Oh, now you know why it's ninety. Man.
1: Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... I guess it's a musical. But yes, yeah, yeah. There's a
0: long tradition of musicals being. Uh,
1: this is this fairly character fairly light. This is this character. But that's what's yeah. cool
0: about. Uh, I guess Andrew Lloyd Webber, you know, and, um, and Bob Fosse, and uh, Michael Schoenberg and all these guys who like what if musicals like were also dramatic and you cried right. when you watched them and not right. just. Uh, you know, ooh, we're the clang, just, clang, clang with the trolley. Right,
1: not just showcases for the the musical numbers. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Um, I don't know. I might go ninety five. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to break anybody's heart. <laughs> but that's the only reason. And yeah, also, like, what if you know, what if, if this is a, it's a You're literally doing a '50s film set in the '20s. Yeah. Why isn't this screwball? Why isn't this? You know, oh, I think I see. it's got like the spirit of a a Preston Sturges, par mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. But then that means that we, the guy and the girl have to clash more. And they immediately make Debbie Reynolds just like, well, I'm dating a movie star. <laughs> and that's I pretty know. much it.
1: I know, She should I be like,
0: of... we should move everything that happens to the middle when she finds out that she'll just be dubbing. And RF, the studio head, is like, I would never do that to my act- actresses. Really? right your studio head you should be sleeping with these girls you know what I mean
1: (laughs) whoa so
0: instead he's like sure we gotta keep Lena on board and now Mindy
1: Kathy Kathy, I
0: mean it's Kathy come on (laughs) chocolate 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 Uh, wow now she's mad about that so she's gonna you know plot something and now they're like you know not speaking to each other and he's right. trying to get her back but she's mad about that and, you know, and it all just works out at the end because
1: well and it works out like a little bit too quickly in the end there too like they, they do that that reveal which as you said is kind of detrimental to both Lena and Kathy it in looks a ter- lot of ways the
0: studio looks like
1: shit it looks horrible yes. and they look like ho- they look horrible and, and understandably they both run off the stage and Kathy is crying and Don yeah, is like, stop that girl. And he's like, she's the one, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. also I'm going to start singing to you now and pro- professing my love. And you're going to turn around and come back to me and we're going to sing together and everybody's going to love it. Yeah. The and
0: Is Cradle Will Rock on your list or do I have to watch it even though I've seen it so you can see it?
1: It's not on my list. Should it be on my list?
0: It really should be.
1: Okay. I can add it to my list.
0: You're a theater kid.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I'm a theater kid, too. Yeah. And when I watch films like this, I regret all the years I spent trying to become a better actor. Why? Because I could have been dancing. I was going to say singing and dancing. I've been singing since I was a tiny little child. Yeah, I've been singing
1: a long time, too.
0: But... uh but yeah, but I when I watch films like this, I'm like, not, I could do that, but like I wish that I had tried to do that.
1: I took dance classes. I was rubbish at it. Well, I good was for you. Absolutely rubbish. At I
0: it. I didn't. I mean, I look. I've I, and I've done musicals and I've danced, but yeah. but I you know I haven't had like solid training. I didn't go to conservatory or anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know I wish I, wish I had sometimes.
1: Yeah. If I had actually
0: gone to an acting school for college, I would have gotten more training and then That's would have true. been able to decide whether you wanted
1: to do that. or not. Huh?
0: Maybe I could pursue this, or uh, I'll just give me that skull um, to be or not to be. But I just went that way by default and never got a chance to. I see. To do you this. never
1: really got to choose yeah. between the two.
0: And I've taken dance classes, and wow. I want to take them now, but nobody can. Well,
1: no, nobody um, can.
0: But anyway, yeah, I just get a little, little wistful and a little stressed out too.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> just the watching idea. Watching them do, yeah,
0: watching them do this, oh, do do all the stuff. Yeah, because it's like, ooh, I just think about myself doing that.
1: I would be so stressed out, so stressed out.
0: Especially if Gene Kelly was yelling at you.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: That's what you said.
1: I I heard that Gene Kelly was. Mean to Debbie Reynolds during the filming of this. And he was really critical, especially of her dancing. And apparently she danced so hard that her feet bled.
0: But that's you're just dancing. Yeah. I've danced hard th- until my feet bled.
1: OK. Um I
0: read that Kelly was sick with a hundred and three fever when he was doing the um, singing in the rain part.
1: Well, that seems like stupid because you're just getting red, so you're going to get yeah, but more you gotta, sick. You gotta, you gotta. I know do, do you're on a schedule, so yeah. Wow, yeah. I, I love the singing in the rain. Have you ever acted too.
0: sick before? You haven't acted enough.
1: I, I'm, I'm sure I did. I don't remember though, so maybe I didn't.
0: I'll act sick now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thank you for that. <laughs> I know it's a spit to sell. That's what it. sells it. Yep.
0: Well, that's it for our show tonight. <laughs> to Not hit, COVID. Hit over, till the Not fat guy COVID. pukes. <laughs> and uh, we will maybe be back in the future. Um, only a couple more times, probably. In the meantime, you can find us on social media at Just Enough Trope and all those good places. Check out our shows. Uh, rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes and other places. And I think that's about it. Until next time, stay healthy and stay safe.